Joined in studio by State Senator Steve McClure to talk about the plans to come back next week for the State Senate. And the House will be back next Wednesday to follow up. What exactly are they going to tackle? Well, again, joining us live in studio on the WMAY Morning News feed is State Senator Steve McClure. Senator, thanks for taking time with us this morning. How you doing? I'm doing great, Greg. Good to be back in studio. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so let's do this more often. Uh, so let's get into it. Of course, uh, after session went into overtime last week, uh, there was indication from both sides of the aisle and both chambers that you guys would be coming back within a week or two. Here we are. It's going to be within a week or two, and you guys are planning on coming back. What's the big rush? Well, my understanding is that we're going to be voting on the energy bill on Tuesday. And also, there is going to be at least one cleanup bill on some of the language in the budget bill. I want to get to that a little bit here, um, but let's let's jump into the, the energy portion of this, uh, because there seems to be a couple of main points, at least that I'm taking away from what's been discussed so far. Uh, one is the governor wants to end coal-fired power plants by 2035. He also wants to get away from fossil fuel energy by 2050. Um, but that also would include something to help keep nuclear power plants open. What am I missing here? Well, that's well. you're missing the fact that on both sides of the issue, um, there are people very passionate. And a lot of those advocates are driving a lot of the behind-the-scenes discussions. And so, as we know, for many of my friends who are uh, environmentalists, and I'm, I'm for a clean environment. I mean, everyone wants that. Uh, but sometimes the timelines that they come up with are just too quick, and, and we just cannot tackle these things that quickly. And I think that's what it really comes down to. Everyone wants to move towards a cleaner future, but you can't just wake up tomorrow and, and all of a sudden we don't need coal anymore. It's got to be a process that works and that's doable, because as we know, we've got situations like in California and Texas where they've had massive energy shortages, and we, we can't – we don't have the technology at this time uh, – tomorrow to do to do what they want us to do but unfortunately tomorrow isn't soon enough for some people and that's kind of what's the back and forth behind the scenes i want to kind of press on that a little bit because i nobody's shown me a crystal ball to say you know we're going to have this awesome technology come in at 2025 and it's going to revolutionize our energy production it's going to revolutionize energy distribution are you aware of a crystal ball anywhere that 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 dictates that to be able to say, you know what? Yeah, we can confidently say we're going to shut down a major source of power generation for downstate Illinois. There's no crystal. I mean, lots of what is happening, whether it's on energy or criminal law or other issues right now in the Capitol, it's all driven by ideology, period. It's not driven by statistics. It's not driven by facts. It's not driven by technology. And that's dangerous. And that's a scary world to live in where everything's driven that way instead of driven by the facts. And so, no, there's no way to know how we're going to be able to accomplish these things by some of these quick dates. Now, locally, they've asked for 2040. They said, give us till 2040 and we can figure this out. But if it's before then, with CWLP, for example, it's going to be extremely costly. We're going to lose our reliable energy and a lot of people are going to lose their jobs. Would that set up a de facto monopoly for for nuclear energy in the state? It could. Yeah. I mean, you know, not again, 
when things are driven by ideology instead of by facts, that leads us to bad places. And that's that's always been the case. It always will be the case. We have to look at the facts and be reasonable. We're talking with State Senator Steve McClure in studio with us on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, senators are going to be coming back next Tuesday, the 15th, and the House announced that they will be back uh, on the uh, 16th, the following day. Uh, and uh, it's not just the energy stuff you guys are going to deal with. Uh, there's other things that could come up as well, and we'll touch on some of that. But uh, uh, back to the energy, uh, when are we going to see actual legislation? When are we going to see this in bill form to spell out when the likes of uh, Prairie State or CWLP are going to have to shut down and how much taxpayers are going to be subsidizing a company like Exelon, for instance? So we're going to we're supposed to get a draft later this week, and it's going to go to our Republican members of the Energy Working Group. I'll get an analysis by the end of the week as well, and then we're going to go from there. But in the meantime, you know, our staff's working behind the scenes. We've got senators working behind the scenes. So hopefully we can come up with a bipartisan compromise that makes sense. What do you know of the deal so far? Any kind of range of uh, the, the subsidies for, for the nuclear energy industry? Um, any kind of, uh, uh, I guess, uh, uh, give to the requests from CWLP for extending that timeline a bit? Or what, what, what can you tell us? Well, all I can say is that negotiations are ongoing, and I don't really want to share anything at this moment until we get the actual draft form, because I don't want to say something that's incorrect. But we should be getting that draft this week, later this week, and, and then hopefully we can go over the details at that time. We're talking with Senator Steve McClure in studio on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I appreciate, you know, you probably have some things that you know about the deal, and you can't necessarily share that. That seems to be something that happens a lot at the state house, right? We want transparency, we want openness, we want the public to be informed and engaged. But too often, we see things drop at the last minute. We see a lot of guarded secrets, maybe some leaks to certain media here and there. But what does that do to the overall trust that taxpayers, or the lack of trust that taxpayers have for state government? Well, it destroys it. I'm, you know, in our state. I don't think that our our citizens really trust our government. And, you know, that's been happening more and more lately. And as you know, the budget was dropped with very little time to review it, 3,000 pages of documents in front of our desks. And we don't have much time to even think about it. We know there's a pay increase in there. That We know there's other things in there. Uh, of course, I voted against all this. Uh, that's just what happens. I mean, the, look at the criminal law bill. Um, 746 pages or 64 pages, whatever it was, seven to 800 pages dropped, no time to review it. And it is what it is. And it, it's monumental as far as the changes it makes. But again, the budget's driven by ideology. The criminal law bill is driven by ideology. These people don't care about facts. And if you don't care about facts, they really don't care about the details of the bill, quite frankly. And then they make bad mistakes and we get really terrible legislation. And again, um, I wish that things were different, but it, it is what it is right now. Uh, earlier, you'd mentioned, uh, of course, energy is going to be one of the main things that comes up. Uh, there's another uh, possibility of uh, other legislation. Uh, I would imagine, you know, they might. Uh, the, the speaker said they're going to take up something with unemployment insurance. Not sure what that's going to entail, um, or uh, maybe some other things about a Chicago school board, uh, for instance. The speaker said, um, but you had mentioned earlier that uh, there may be a, a vote on uh, cleanup legislation for the budget. What, what's going on there? That's all I know is that we may be addressing the budget. But again, Greg, when you file something very late and it's extremely long, you're bound to make mistakes. And, you know, we've had a long time to get this done. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, the budget happened behind closed doors with one party looking it over 
When you don't have the give and take and when you don't have both staffs analyzing things, mistakes happen and bad things happen. And it looks like there's going to have to be at least one uh, correction for what they filed. But that's what happens when you do things at the last minute when you don't, when you don't have to. What does that mean for uh, possibly opening up uh, more debate about this? I mean, surely it's going to give you know the minority Republicans an opportunity to, to highlight these things, right? It's going to be a new day now, Greg. It's going to be a new day now. With They've realized their mistakes. They're going to now be totally transparent, and we're going to all be involved in the process. No, it's all political, and it's all for power, That's and that's plain and simple. And I, I've been very disappointed with... President Harmon, quite frankly, because I like President Cullerton personally, he would take uh, at least three members out to dinner every night, including Republicans. Um, he had a big bipartisan meal with Democrats. And Rep- I mean, there was a good atmosphere. These days, that's all gone, totally gone. I mean, Harmon does not do any of those things. And I don't know why you would not do those things. It just makes sense for us to be friends and to work together because, you know what, sometimes Republicans have good ideas, sometimes Democrats have good ideas, and the best legislation combines both ideas to make something that the people can work with. State Senator Steve McClure with us in studio on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. And, Senator, um, of course, we had the maps signed on Friday. Uh, We still don't have the congressional maps. Uh, What's going on there? Well, I, I, you know, they don't have accurate data to do the congressional maps. They didn't have accurate data to do these first maps in the first place. I mean, ACS data is, is survey data, and we know it's wrong because it was off by uh, one congressional seat as to how many congressional seats we're going to lose. And so it's bad data. And, and I think the fact that the congressional map has not been drafted and passed is an acknowledgment that they don't have good data right now. And I, I got to tell you, Greg, I was extremely disappointed and surprised that the governor went back on his word um, because he's been guaranteeing that he'd veto any partisan map as governor, as candidate, privately, publicly, in every way possible, he's guaranteed it. So for him this quickly to totally go back on that is very disappointing. I mean, that's that's a big deal. Well, I think on Tuesday uh, when he was asked, uh, he said he hadn't reviewed the maps yet. And then by Friday... At like noonish, twelve thirty, one o'clock or so, he signed them. Funny how that works, isn't it? Um, we're talking with Steve McClure uh, in studio, state senator. Uh, he's in the Republican minority. Uh, you guys, of course, wrapped up session, but we're continuing with session next week. Energy is going to be dominating. Might have some kind of budget cleanup bill. Um, but uh, what else? Uh, is there that's unfinished? I'm thinking like the, the firearm owner identification card stuff. There's still no resolution there. And from my understanding, there's still tens of thousands of people waiting. Yeah, but that's kind of what happens. You know, um, they they don't fix things. Instead, you know, like the, they passed the Fix the Void Act, right? That doesn't fix the Void card. In fact, it makes things worse. And well, it seems to layer more stuff right. on top of stuff that's already getting backlogged. Right. And then they did a, a criminal law package that was supposed to clean up some of the horrendous criminal law quote-unquote reform bill, which is really not a reform at all. It's just a terrible bill. Um, but it was just, you know, so that's, to me, the big thing is the criminal law stuff and the FOID stuff. That stuff is lingering out there, and when the when the fully implemented criminal law bill takes effect in a year and a half, I'm telling you what, Greg, crime is going to skyrocket even worse. I mean, just since it's been signed, we've had a lot of anecdotal reports about people being a lot more brazen, um, and, 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 you know, look at the shootings in Springfield since it's been signed. They've gone up this year 40%. Um, so things are going in the wrong direction. We've got to fix these things. And we've got to fix them quick. State Senator Steve McClure, uh, I think that's about all the time we've got. Greatly appreciate you taking time and getting out here to the studio. And uh, let's make it happen again soon, all right? Sounds good, Greg. Thanks.